Welcome to the Moonlight of Emuna, Parshas Vayeri. This week's learning should be a schus for a full shlem for Charamash Bas Vilcha, Shmoshe Zayim Bechabachab, Menach Mordechai Ben Ophira, Michaim Ben Sara, Lenishmas Heni Bas Chiel Mechel, and Ratzabas Menachem Mendel. So at the beginning of the Parsha, we have this interesting story. We're all looking for ways to mechazek ourselves. Klai Yisrael is going through a difficult time right now, and we're looking for ways to mechazek ourselves and see things that we can see in the Parshas that give us a little bit of chizuk. So let's see if we can do that. So we start off the Parsha with a very strange story. It tells us the the, the Psukim open that uh, it was that Hashem appeared to to Avram. He was sitting at the entrance of the of of the tent at the heat of the day, and he picks up his eyes and he sees three men uh, standing there and he goes to greet, the, greet them uh, and he bows to them. And then Pasuk Gimel, right at the beginning of the parish, says, I'll read the whole Pasuk so I could say it's possibly Hashem's name. It says, He says, My master, if it, if it finds favor in your eyes, please don't pass before uh, your, your servant. And Rashi gives us two pshatim of who Avram is referencing when he says, So the first pshat in Rashi is that he's referring to the greatest of the three guests. He's asking them, Please don't pass by. I want to take you into my home. I want to feed you. I want to take care of you. But then Rashi tells us a second shot, which is Kodesh. It's referring to something holy. was talking to That Avram Avinu was sitting there uh, talking to Hashem. He was the Shechina came to visit him. Right? It says that's the beginning of the parsha. Hashem. Hashem came to appear to him. He asks Hashem, please wait while I'm go. Ma- I go be Machnes Archim. And this this shot that Rashi offers us comes from the Gemara in Shabbos. And the Gemara tells us that we learn from there. The Gemara tells us that we learn. That that it greater is uh, taking care of guests than receiving the shechina. Right? We see from Avram Avinu that he was he was receiving the shechina, and yet he was he, he left the shechina to go take care of the guests. And the question is, how is that possible? It always bothers us when we when we read this Rashi, when we when we, read, when we learn that Gemara, that we know that the highest level that a person could attain is to have Kabbalah's Pnei to receive the Divine Presence. How could it possibly be that Achnosis Orchim is is uh, is greater greater than that? Avram Avinu didn't know who these guests were. They they appeared to be uh, from a very low class of people, right? And it doesn't make sense. How how is that possible? And more than that, the Gemara tells us that we learn this from Avram Avinu, but how? How did Avram Avinu know that? How did Avram Avinu know that he should tell Hashem to wait and he should go take care of, the, of these guests? So the Nesiva Shalom, and we learned about this in the Nesiva Shalom Shir last night. It's available on hashivenu.org if anybody wants to listen to the entire Shir. We're just going to do a brief two minutes and then I want to say another idea. But um, the Nesiva Shalom explains that Avram Avinu, we know, exemplified, he was the pinnacle of the Mida of Ahava, of love, of love of Hashem, of love of others, of love of people. He took care of everybody. Whoever passed by his tent was welcome as a guest, as a, as a child of Hashem. And therefore, Avram Avinu, he reached this level of absolute love of Hashem. He was he was crazy in love with Hashem. And all he could think about was, what is it that makes Hashem happy? Now we know that the Gemara in Yuma Daf Chavches tells us that Avram Avinu kept Kala Torah Kula. Even the Rabbanans, even uh, Erev Tavshilin, he kept all of, of the Torah. And the question always is, how did Avram know what the Torah said? He didn't have a Torah scroll to read from. He didn't have a Shulchan Aruch on his shelf. So how did he know? So the explanation is that Avram Avinu was so in love with Hashem that he was able to attune what was it, what is it that Hashem wanted in every situation, and therefore he was able to 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 glean what it is that the Torah would have wanted him to do because he was so in touch with what it is that Hashem wants. 
Avram Avinu embodied Chesed and Ahava. We know that Rabbi Akiva famously tells us that, that what's the Klal Gadol of Torah? The Ahavta L'Reacha Kamoicha. Chesed and love is the entire basis of the entire Torah. It's the entire foundation of the, of the Torah. Now we know the Gemara in Yuma and Daftes tells us that the first base of Mitzvah was destroyed because of the three cardinal sins of murder, idolatry, and immorality. And... Uh, and the second base of English was destroyed because of baseless hatred. And the question always is, if the first base of English was destroyed for the for the three cardinal sins, that gullus, that exile, only lasted 70 years. Those are the three most severe averis in the entire Torah. Yet the second base of English was, was, was destroyed because of baseless hatred, which is really, if you look in the Torah, the only thing you'll find is a love, that it has a certain uh, regular uh, negative prohibition of you shouldn't hate your brother in your heart. And yet that gullus we're still we're, we're in this gallus for almost 2,000 years from that one and it doesn't seem to make sense the first place of Israel was destroyed because of the three cardinal sins that a person's chayv misa for they're very severe sins this a sin of not hating your brother in your heart well it's not a great thing to do it doesn't seem to rise to that level so the Nesiva Shalom explains the Islam Rebbe explains that there are certain things that, the, on, as a sin, they may not rise to the level of other sins, but they go against the very purpose of, of the of the of the creation of the world, of Hashem's entire goal for this world. The, the, the pasuk in Tilim tells us Olam Chesed Yibana that the, the, that the world is built on Chesed. The world was built on love, on 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 kindness. That's what builds the world. That's the main factor of the world. So yes, while the first phase was destroyed because of the cardinal sins, the, the three cardinal sins, but they they weren't breaking down the basis for creation. There was there was still love amongst them. In the second base of English, when, it, when there was rampant uh, um, baseless hatred, so then Hashem says the whole, the, whole, the whole system is falling apart. Yes, as a sin, it may not be so as bad as bowing down to an idol if somebody d- dislikes his friend. But, as, but, when, but when people, when there's rampant not liking your friend, the whole system breaks apart. And that's why we see that by Kairach. Kairach, what he did, he argued with Moshe Aaron. Was it such a terrible aver? It doesn't rise to the level of some worse averes. And yet we see that Hashem created a whole new creation of the earth swallowing him up. We don't see a punishment like that anywhere else. That's because Kairach contesting Moshe Aaron was breaking down the system. So sometimes we see what, what, what may in a, in a, in a, as an isolated incident be a more minor sin when it becomes systematic it becomes, it, it, it destroys the whole basis for creation. Now the ultimate level then is Ahava. When a person, uh, Ahava and Chesed, that's the ultimate level. When a person loves Hashem, loves his fellow Jew. Now even though we know there's a very important part of the, and the, and the Zayar tells us that a person has to start with Yeras Hashem, but that's really to, to like clean off the garbage of the diamond. But Ahava and Chesed, that's what polishes the diamond. That's the ultimate level in serving Hashem. And therefore, he quotes from the earlier Slan Rebbe that from the first Slan Rebbe he says that when Aaron asks Moshe, he says, "Hayita Hashem, did I do what was good in the eyes of Hashem?" He didn't say, "Did I keep the Shulchan Aruch?" He says, "Did I do what was good in the eyes of Hashem?" Because the ultimate guide is, the ultimate goal is, I want to, I love, I'm so in love with Hashem that I want to do what makes Hashem happy. Now, when you have somebody who serves Hashem out of fear, out of awe, meyiras uh, Hashem, so he can't make these decisions. He has to follow the Shulchan Aruch, he has to follow the Lachan. Obviously, the one who serves Hashem from love also has to follow the Shulchan Aruch. But the one who follows Hashem, the one who serves Hashem out of love, who's so in love with Hashem, like Avram Avinu was, he sees even beyond that. He sees the purpose of the Halacha. He sees that this is what makes Hashem happy. And he, and he, he feels it innately in, inside of himself, what would make Hashem happy. And therefore... 
Avram Avinu lived this idea, this concept, Olam Chesed Ibanah, that the world is built on Chesed. And therefore, he, he understands that what makes Hashem happiest and what makes Hashem want to live amongst the, uh, us in this world is Chesed, is Chesed and showing love to other people. So therefore, he saw that at this moment, he's sitting here talking to the Shechina, which would have been amazing for his own personal spiritual growth. That was, he wanted, there's nothing better that a person wants than to sit and talk with the Shechina. But he understood that it would give Hashem better Nachas Ruch, would give Hashem more pleasure would be if he got up and took care of the guests. He took care of Hashem's children, Hashem's creations. Somebody who serves Hashem out of fear would say, okay, what's the halacha? I have the Shechina here on one hand, and I have these guests on the other hand. It's not so clear that I should walk away from one mitzvah to do another mitzvah. Right? If I'm engaged in one mitzvah, I'm exempt from doing another mitzvah. You could make different calculations, and they wouldn't necessarily be wrong. But Avram Avinu, in every moment of his life, is looking to what gives Hashem the greatest pleasure. What can I do right now that would give Hashem the greatest pleasure? And that was Avram Avinu's essence. He was constantly looking for what gives Hashem the greatest pleasure, pleasure and that's why he was the Amud HaChesed. Because he realized that Chesed, doing Chesed for each other, is what gives Hashem the most pleasure. And Avram Avinu didn't just do this, but he in, in, embedded this in the DNA of the Jewish people, of all of his children, right? The, the Jewish people who are his, who are his spiritual heirs, he, 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 he embedded that we have an innate love for Hashem and a love for each other. We, we see this the last few weeks when we've seen that everybody's reaction to the tsarists that are going on, even people who are far away from Eretz Yisrael, who don't know people on the front lines, everybody's innate reaction is, I want to pack some bags with equipment for soldiers. I want to send money to help people who were, who were hurt or lost loved ones. It's, 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 it's in our DNA. We, we, it's, it's automatic. We didn't stop and think, okay, what could I do now to make myself... No, it's just, we, we, we jump into action. We, we want to write a check. We want to do something. We pick up the phone. What can I do to help? That was Avram Avinu. He was sitting there with the Shechina. You would think that he would block everything out, but he sees that there's an opportunity to give Hashem even more pleasure. He'd do a chesed for, for one of Hashem's creations. And that, that itself is the greatest way to awaken chesed and rachamim. So we should take that lesson to realize that all this chesed that's coming out is what's going to bring, bring this gula. But I saw another a beautiful, beautiful idea from the, from the Lubavitcher Rebbe. And Avram Avinu is arguing with Hashem in this parsha in Perak Yudches, Pasach of Zion, about the destruction of Sodom. So Avram Avinu is trying to, to, to defend. And Avram says one of the statements that he's most famous for. In Pasach of Zion says, Avram Avinu says, I, am, I desire to speak to Hashem, even though I am just dust and ashes. The Gemara in Saita on Dav Yud Zion tells us that because Avram Avinu referred to himself as dust and ashes, so his children, his children were zoichet to two special mitzvahs. He said he was dust and ashes, so they were zoichet to the ashes of the paraduma, which is how a person who's tummy becomes tahar, and he's, there was, we were zoichet to the dust that's mixed into the water of the saita. Explains Lubavitch Rebbe that when Avram says, I'm dust and ashes, what is he expressing? He's expressing part of the reason he's able to be so selfless. He's able to be so giving and always thinking about others. Because he doesn't consider himself to be significant. He's, he's humble. He's, he's, he's so humble and he thinks that everybody else is more important than him. So I, what's the difference if I'm comfortable? I want the other guy to be comfortable because he's more important than me. And anything good that he had in his life, he didn't feel like he was deserving. He wanted to give it to people that he felt were more deserving. 
Therefore, we see that Avram Avinu was willing to help even when it would come at his own at, at a cost to himself. So he went to war. In last week's parsha, he went to war with the four kings and the five kings to save his nephew Light. Even though he put himself in danger, he put himself in in danger. He could have been killed. Or every every passerby, he brought into his uh, his his house to feed them and to clothe them. That was his money. He pay. I'm sure he gave more than his meiser or his chaymish or whatever. Avram Avinu felt that anything I have, Hashem gave me wealth. It must be because I'm supposed to give it to people who are more deserving. And like the story we just said, he gave up of his own ability to be sitting there and speaking with the Shechina so that he could take care of three people that looked like, like as we said before, they didn't look like uh, very good people. They looked like uh, a low class of people. But Avram Avinu says, Why, they, must, they deserve to be fed and taken care of more than I deserve to have spiritual growth by sitting here and speaking with the Shechina. And this is all encapsulated in the words Anoichi Afar Ve'efer I am dust and ashes. Why? So, so why is the why is the reward that his children get the mitzvah of Paraduma and Saita and the Afar of the Saita? Because what do these two mitzvahs do? These two mitzvahs, the paraduma is the red heifer that we take when somebody is tummy, he touched a dead body, and now he wants to be able to go to the base of English to bring a carbon. So we take the paraduma, this red heifer, and we, we, we shecht it we, use it, we use its ashes, and we put it into the water, and we sprinkle it on somebody else. And what's the saita? A, a woman is uh, suspected of being unfaithful to her husband, and in order to prove that she's innocent, and that the, they can go back to be married, and she can have children, so we... we, we we have her drink the, uh, the water of the Saita, which has this dirt uh, mixed into it. But there were costs to these two mitzvahs, because we know the Gemara tells us that some of the people involved with the Paraduma process, right? the Gemara has a machlik, is exactly who, but everybody agrees that some of the people involved with that process became Tameh. They were sprinkling the waters on the Tameh person. He becomes pure, he becomes Tahar, but the, the people involved with it, or at least some of them, become Tameh. So they, they're, they're sprinkling the Paraduma ashes at personal expense, at personal cost to help the other person. They don't, get this, they don't have the same level of Tumah that he came out of, but they get some level of tumma. And what's the story with the Saita water? That we that we uh, we erase we erase Psukim from the Torah with Hashem's name. And Hashem allows his his name to be erased into the waters of the Saita, right? We take this water, we we, we erase the parish of Saita into the water, we make the woman drink it with a little bit of the dirt, that's the dirt that we're talking about. And 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 that's how we can fix a marriage that was that was uh, that was in trouble. So the Jews who are doing these mitzvahs, they're saying, I'm willing to give of myself to help someone else. I'm willing to become Tomei to help somebody else become Tahar. I'm willing to erase Hashem's name. No Jew wants to ever erase Hashem's name. But I'm willing to erase Hashem's name to, to save somebody else's marriage. That, says the Lubavitch Rebbe, is what's the most fitting legacy for Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu, who saw himself as dust and ashes, wanted to have a nation, a generations, that saw themselves dust, uh, dust and ashes, meaning they're willing to give of themselves for others. And what we were saying before, that plays into the whole basis of the world, Olam Chesed Yibana. That's the Chesed that we're seeing come out in droves now, in ch- such a tremendous way. It's terrible that it, that it had to be precipitated by such a horrible event in Eretz Yisrael, and Amitz Hashem, all of our souls, Soldiers and all of the hostages should come home uh, safely and 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 with a, with a great victory, and we should see the big bring of Mashiach. But you see how Klal Yisrael, this is built into us. We're even at personal expense, at 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 at, at whatever whatever everybody's doing. I'm not going to start giving the examples. You all know the examples. What everybody's doing, but people are doing it at personal expense. They're giving of themselves to help somebody else. Tell people they never saw, they never met, they probably never will meet. But but they're giving of themselves to help somebody. That that's what Avraham Avinu imbued in us. That's what Avraham put into us. 
And that's the reward that Avram, that's the greatest reward for Avram Avinu, to know that his children will, will follow in this, in this way and be giving of themselves. And we're showing that, we're showing that we're worthy of being the children of Avram Avinu. And in that merit, may Hashem end all of the Tsars for Klai Yisrael and reunite all the families and bring everybody home safely. And we should, we should, we should go together up to Yushalayim with Meshech Tzidkenu, Meher Yamenu. I wish you all a great Shabbos.